Hello, my name is Andrew Gary and welcome to Seismic Sound Off, in-depth conversations in applied geophysics. In this episode, we preview SEG 2018 taking place in Anaheim, California from October 14th to the 19th. The 2018 International Exposition and 88th Annual Meeting will feature 151 technical program sessions, 13 continuing education courses, 22 post-convention workshops, and much more. In this episode, I speak with the technical program chair, David Allenbaugh, and the co-chair, Dmitry Bevka. I speak with a member of the SEG Near Surface Geophysics Technical Section Executive Committee, Sarah Morton Rupert. I also highlight a new program for this year, The Business of Applied Geophysics, with organizers Bill Abriel, Mike Loudon, and Sergio Chavez Perez. I also speak with the SEG Director of Global Events Operations, Rihanna Collier, and the SEG Executive Director, Dorsey Morrow. There is a lot of wonderful information in this episode for attendees of Anaheim. These interviews will help you make the most of your time at SEG 2018. If you are not sure you can join us this year, take a listen and learn more about what you could be a part of. Without further introduction, let's talk the technical program with David and Dimitri. So there are more than 1,800 abstracts that were received this year, and the 2018 technical program features over 1,080 quality presentations and 151 diverse sessions. What stood out to each of you organizing this year's technical session? The first thing that stuck out was given the fact that this year's SEG is in Anaheim, California, which is the first time it's been in California in uh, 20 years, was the uh, number of abstracts that we received. I wasn't expecting it to be such a high number, and it turned out to be a record number. The other thing that really struck me was Dimitri and I and the rest of the organizing committee, uh, we decided to try to make a, a special kind of session emphasis on digital transformation, machine learning, data analytics. And part of this was due to the location you know, of the Anaheim Convention Center close to Silicon Valley, as well as Southern California's tech industry. And part of it was it's an up and coming theme. And uh, the number of submissions that we got for machine learning and data analytics, which is a total new session topic, was also quite a surprise. And actually, I'm, I was very enthusiastic to see that that got so much participation from the people that are attending. What else would you like to add, Dimitri? Yeah, um, I think it was a surprise at how much we got in terms of uh, digital transformation type submissions. And that was a theme of the conference. So it was really good that we got that much subscription to that topic. Last year, I think there were only two sessions or so at SEG in that topic area. And now we have five plus the RARA session and, uh, you know, and a bunch of other activities going on around that topic throughout the conference. You both sort of answered this of, of what topics in the terms of something new that caught your attention, but is there an update on a past session or something you have attended in the past uh, that is going to be updated for this year that caught your attention? Well, one thing is, you know, that I was sort of, uh, that caught my attention is that we still have a very strong representation in the full waveform inversion and wave field type method. Um, and that's been going strong for a long time. And we have as many sessions in that as we have in digital transformation. You know, that's telling you, I think, that there's still challenges in that area and uh, a lot of things going on there. I'd like to add to that a, a couple that weren't really 
that much of a surprise, but and it's good to see them still strong where the interpretation section, which had about, you know, a full, they have at least one oral session and almost one poster session every day, as does the reservoir characterization section. The one that really surprised me was the strength of the rock physics section, which also has a oral session every day and, you know, poster session almost every day. And I had not known that the rock physics section would have, you know, had such a strong participation in terms of Astrox submitted. So that, that kind of caught me a little bit off guard in a good way. Yeah, and the other area where we're having a lot of uptake is in the area of geomechanics. And a lot of that is driven by unconventionals. There's a lot of topics about faults and fractures and flow and uh, you know, coupled processes. So you're really seeing geophysics moving more you know, from the static to the dynamic. And you know, we're seeing that in industry and we're seeing it reflected in the submissions that we're getting. What final word or final thought would you like to leave with people as they get ready to head to Anaheim? Well, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be, I think it's a little bit different than other conventions because we're trying to encompass, you know, some of the local technology, digital type topics that are indigenous to California and bringing that together, you know, into the, into the oil patch. So it'd be a good learning opportunity and uh, to see what everyone's doing in that space. I would also uh, add that I, uh, one thing I didn't get mentioned earlier that I wanted to mention is uh, I would have people that are attending the conference check out the different special sessions that we have because we really have a wide range. For instance, uh, we have two special sessions on distributed acoustic sensing using fiber optics. And then there's also very diverse types of topics such as geophysicists in the workplace, a whole special session on that, sponsored by the Women's Networking Committee, and a special session on kind of the link between geophysics and medical imaging, because the two are very closely linked, except geophysicists can't get all the data that they really need, like a medical imager can um, with the human body. So I would recommend people really look at the special sessions and try to check out some of these really unique talks and topics. Near Surface takes a prominent role at this year's annual meeting. I spoke with Sarah Morton Rupert, a member of the YesEG Near Surface Executive Committee, to highlight a few of these events. There are three Near Surface technical session panel discussions in Anaheim this year. Could you briefly highlight these panels and what attendees could expect? We are very excited to have three panels going on this year. It's a first for the Near Surface technical section. I specifically am moderating the uh, Near Surface Geophysics career panel, which is kind of a continuation of an event that we held last year, which was a more informal type of uh, seminar at the annual meeting. But so basically this year, what we're going to be doing is we have a, a host of several different near surface professionals, if you will, ranging from early career, like postdoctoral researchers, all the way through um, longtime industry professionals, as well as government and university faculty. What we'll be talking about in these panels is to try to give students more of an insight on how these particular people got to the point in their career that they are. So we're going to be focusing uh, not only on, you know, really specifically the university and courses that they took, but also some of the things that they encountered during their degree, because no one's degree process is perfect. So we want to 
help bring to light to students that there are hardships sometimes and that it happens to everybody. And so hopefully these uh, conversations between the panelists and students will help students understand how to overcome obstacles, what they could potentially expect or give them a different insight into the different avenues that they can take to get to different careers. So the other two panels that we're hosting this year are going to be slightly more technical. So another one of our panels that we're having is called Challenges of Working in the Coastal Zone. And so this one is going to be focusing on where we actually brought in some uh, professionals by government institutions and engineering firms. And so they are going to be discussing with attendees some of the issues going on right now that are causing some problems or concern within coastal zone type um, discussions. And so these concern anywhere from um, subsurface information, where the land and water meets, environmental hazards, and structural and engineering hazards as well. So this is also a first of, a, first of its kind type of event. So it should be really exciting. We want to talk a lot about sensitivities going on between environmental scientists and potentially government regulators and try to help not only start a conversation, but move that conversation forward and maybe build a better bridge between the different types of people that work in these fields because communication is so important. So we're trying to take advantage of proximity of Anaheim to all of these different types of people. The last panel that we have is called Near Surface Geophysics for Groundwater Management. So this panel is going to be highlighting some of the experts, if you will, in the field of near surface and geophysics, and, or more so hydrogeophysics. So this is going to be talking about just a lot of issues surrounding groundwater management and resources and other types of threats that may endanger the quality and quantity of groundwater. So some of our panelists that we have here, they are heavily involved in the hydrogeophysics community. Some of them are directors of the National Groundwater Association. We have professional geologists from California, professional engineers from California, as well as the moderator is the chief of the hydrogeophysics branch of the USGS. So we have some very important people coming together to kind of discuss these issues with people, not only to discuss them across the panelists, but to help bring to the attendees what these issues are and the type of discussions that are going on and potential avenues we can take to address these issues. So if, if someone is, is not in near surface, you know, what would interest them in these panels that are taking place? Is, is there something for a non-near surface geophysicist? Absolutely. So something we are excited about for this year in Anaheim is that we really want to help better connect near surface geophysicists with other types of people who are all working on these same problems. Near surface geophysics can be applied to so many different types of problems. We work with engineers, we work with geologists, we work with regulators and such. And so this is really going to be a great opportunity for us to help better build those relationships with people so that we can work together to continue solving these issues and hopefully better solve these issues for the future. So just because you don't know a lot about near surface geophysics, that's very okay. If you are in engineering, if you're an environmental, if you're a regulator about these issues or a faculty or student, or just a concerned person about your groundwater management or such, this is a really great 
time for you to really get firsthand information from people. So you don't have to search online for it. New to Anaheim this year is a special focus on the business of applied geophysics, or BAG. BAG will feature five plenary sessions throughout the week. I spoke with organizers Bill Abriel, Mike Loudon, and Sergio Chavez Perez on these unique sessions in Anaheim. All three of you are participating in a new series of plenary sessions at Anaheim called The Business of Applied Geophysics. Bill, what is the business of applied geophysics, or BAG? The purpose here uh, is to uh, have a uh, parallel opportunity for people that attend the conference to uh, understand better the business importance of geophysics in the petroleum industry. So this includes managers, geologists, engineers, working geophysicists, people that are young professionals. The point is that uh, we now have responsibilities for both science and uh, business knowledge. And uh, so there is a series of these uh, plenary sessions that are bringing uh, together the uh, world's best and brightest uh, on some key topics. And I'm personally uh, very excited about this uh, parallel practice of uh, mixing uh, business and science together. A few of these titles of these sessions are Southern Gulf of Mexico Challenges and Opportunities, Impacting Society, Frontiers for Geophysicists, and Geophysical Return on Investment for Unconventionals. These are all the three sessions that, that you all are leading on this call. What can attendees expect at these sessions? Mike, maybe you want to get us started. Okay. So in terms of impacting society, uh, geophysicists have been doing that for a long time, and we continue to do that. We do it very well. Uh, if not for uh, applied geophysics, the world would be a much poorer place. and Many billions more people would be living in poverty. And so one of the talks that we actually have at our uh, session, which I'm really excited about, is going to be given by Seth Bloomsack from Penn State. And he's going to lead us off with a talk about energy poverty around the world and where, where it still exists. We've done an awful lot of good, but in terms of frontiers, there's still a lot of uh, work left out there to bring energy to people. Beyond that, you know, if you look at the, the energy water nexus, which appears in a, a lot of publications as, as a topic for discussion right now, we're going to have Rosemary Knight from Stanford, and she's going to talk about groundwater. And of course, Rosemary is a, a leading light uh, on the topic of groundwater in California, but elsewhere around the world. So then finally, we're actually going to talk about a, an effort that we've already been quite active in, and that is uh, Geoscientists Without Borders. Here's our, here's our latest uh, GWB guy, say hi. But we're going to have John Bradford, who not only led the Society of Geophysics, but also has actually carried out as a principal investigator one of the GWB projects, talk to us about its impact both on the society and on the communities in which we make these contributions and the broader communities, which include the academic uh, scenes in those places. So overall, we're just uh, terrifically excited with our session, and we're even going to have one of the vice presidents from PGS talk about their viewpoints and why applied geophysics is so worth supporting as a, a means of, of improving society. Of course, PGS is, is one of our major donors. It's going to be an exciting session. Uh, Sergio, you want to share a little bit about the session you're organizing? Well, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the, the session that I have the privilege of organizing. From my perspective, it will help something that I have always uh, admired from SEG. It will foster communication. 
in this case, with people who are willing to invest, people who are willing to risk their money to enhance, to allow geophysical experiments, geophysical studies, and so on. And in the southern Gulf of Mexico is one of the most exciting areas in the continent to actually do new work. So there is lots of activity going on. And I think one of the main, the main highlights of this uh, particular back session will be to, to foster communication with those who are able to support geophysical studies and geophysical activity in this uh, new frontier area in, in the world. Bill, you want to share a little bit about the, the session you are organizing? I would, uh, Andrew. Uh, and then I'd also like to point out some of the other sessions. Uh, one of the things that uh, I've been, uh, had the privilege of doing is working with the SEG um, organizers uh, for uh, all of the sessions. Uh, and the one that uh, I've also uh, had an opportunity to take on personally is this geophysics plenary session on uh, unconventionals. And the reason that uh, I think it's really uh, interesting is that uh, there is a whole suite of technologies uh, that we talk about on a continuous basis for unconventionals. But we uh, usually don't spend as much time talking about uh, the issues about uh, the value uh, and the return on investment for geophysics. Unconventionals is a different sort of a business. Uh, and the way we apply geophysics and uh, how we're emerging into that market is very important. So uh, we have a series of uh, keynote speakers, for instance, uh, Pioneer Natural Resources, the Future of Geophysics of Unconventionals, uh, return on investment uh, from Simrex. Peter Duncan is going to tell us about characterizing fractures and stimulated rock volume. Uh, Rusty Gilbert is going to tell us some more about uh, innovation uh, and adding business value. Uh, Dwayne Dobkin uh, with Emerson is going to talk about uh, service providers. But all of them will be focusing on uh, what is the return on investment. It's not technology uh, and bright and shiny tools so much as it is uh, using the right tools for the right jobs and getting the right results. I think that those are uh, really solid topics and frankly of great interest to me. I plan on uh, trying to attend uh, every single one of those from Monday afternoon until uh, Wednesday afternoon. And uh, very much look forward to this as an ongoing uh, way for the SEG to look at our business impact and how we impact society. Rihanna Collier is one of the newest employees at the SEG and is excited to attend her first SEG meeting. Please make sure to welcome her and thank her for her efforts to make Anaheim great. I spoke with her on a few of the things you can expect on the exhibition floor this year. So thank you for joining me, Rihanna. What are some of the major highlights on the exhibition floor for this year's annual meeting? Well, there's so many great things happening on the exhibit floor this year. As always, we will kick off the show with the icebreaker reception and expo preview where you can network, visit with exhibitors and participate in the meet and greet with SCG president Nancy House. We have the global gathering place where we'll, we will have technical papers from international authors and presentations by active student chapter representatives. Also taking place in the global gathering place is our annual international reception. And then other highlights include our digital arena, consortium showcase, and near-surface pavilion. What are some of the new advances and services being showcased on the exhibition floor? You're going to see a much more digital focus on the floor this year. The exhibit floor will host our digital arena where we have a number of exciting booths. We have the new ReproZoo booth. ReproZoo invites delegates to actually test findings from popular SEG papers and try to obtain the same results by access 
accessing openly licensed data and algorithms. The digital arena will also host the HPC uh, theater and feature presentations focused around topics like machine learning, business intelligence and analytics, visualization, and cloud technologies. So we're very excited to bring this digital focus to SEG annual meeting this year. And in addition, we have a new service for our attendees on the SEG annual exhibit floor, and that is our one-on-one -on -one partnering booth. So this booth provides an opportunity for attendees to pre-schedule private 30-minute face-to-face meetings with other attendees all in one place. The former SEG Pavilion is changing this year. So how is that changing and what can attendees expect? Yeah, we have rebranded the SEG Pavilion this year to SEG Avenue. It is a great place to interact with SEG. So as you stroll down SEG Avenue, you'll find the SEG Outreach booth. This will be the place to meet and greet with SEG President Nancy House during our Sunday Icebreaker and Expo Preview. You'll also pass our SEG Foundation Lounge, the Geoscientists Without Borders booth, and the SEG Sections and Associated Societies booth. And then also within SEG Avenue will be the 2019 Annual Meeting Exhibitor Rebooking Lounge, which allows our exhibitors the first opportunity to confirm their participation in the 2019 SEG Annual Meeting in San Antonio. What would you say to those still deciding about whether or not to meet us in Anaheim? Well, the annual meeting has a lot of great programming and events that attendees have come to expect over the years. But there's also so much new content, new events, and new activities that our attendees are going to find extremely valuable. So if you're on the fence, I would say simply look at our robust technical program and various events. You really wouldn't want to miss what we have in store this year. We close with a conversation with the SEG Executive Director, Dorsey Morrow. So as the SEG is heading to Anaheim and getting ready for that this year, what can attendees expect in the world of Disneyland and Silicon Valley? Well, we are certainly counting on uh, some great weather, but as far as SEG is concerned, this is about celebration. You know, we've, we are looking at talking about and conveying the value of geophysics. You know, we want to celebrate what geophysics does for the energy industry. We want to celebrate what geophysics does for water, for every aspect of humanity and society. So this is going to be about focusing on those value-add items. We think everybody will find something that they are going to enjoy uh, we've got a long list of new events and different projects that we're going to be uh, either hosting or unveiling in Anaheim. So looking forward to it. So what are the other headlines as you see it for the opening session this year? Well, we're going to be talking about a lot of things, introducing some th new themes and new projects that we're working on. We're going to be celebrating the uh, 10th anniversary of Geoscientists Without Borders. That's a big deal. We are so excited about GWB. You know, we've done everything from tsunami response to improving earthquake response to finding and protecting water resources for uh, consumption around the world. We've got career development that the SEG Women's Network has put on, on helping geophysicists and geoscientists develop themselves professionally in a rapidly changing uh, environment. Uh, this is about those soft skills that so often we overlook. 
We're also going to be uh, focusing on artificial intelligence. That seems to be the buzzword these days. Um, we're going to be covering that in quite an extensive fashion. This is just a, a great convention and meeting and expo overall. If you can't find something here, I would suggest you won't find it anywhere. What are you most proud to be a part of at this year's annual meeting? Wow, there are just so many things. You know, I think perhaps GWB is the thing that is closest to my heart. The fact that we can show how geophysics helps humanity. You know, people in desperate situations, geophysics has an application. We help people keep from dying in some circumstances. We help people at their, um, when they're suffering horrible circumstances, geophysics is there to help deliver uh, opportunity and a solution to these people. So that to me speaks and resounds to me since I'm not a geoscientist, but I understand how geoscience provides that value and that, um, that help to, to our fellow man. So that to me uh, really speaks. And, and I'm excited about this 10th year anniversary and where we can go and how we can grow GWB even more. What final words would you like to leave for the attendees and the SEG members? You know, attending the SEG annual meeting, it's about availing yourself of the opportunities. We're going to have so many different programs that you need to plan out your time and not uh, waste it sitting in your hotel room or, you know, going to a restaurant that you just want to try and missing something so valuable. There's going to be a lot of opportunity to network, to visit old friends, make new contacts, see what the cutting edge is. This is going to be a great time and Anaheim is just going to be a fantastic event. So I, I want to encourage everyone to, to make sure that they attend and get their full value out of this. There are too many amazing events to feature in this episode, and I encourage you to visit seg.org am to go over the full schedule and plan your week. You can also download the SEG Events app on Apple or Android to get all the latest updates directly on your phone. Follow Seismic Sound Off at seg.org slash podcast to hear new episodes. Original music by Zach Bridges. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary. Thank you to the SEG podcast team, Jennifer Crockett, Ali McGinnis, Teresa Reichardt, and Mick Sweeney. And a special thanks to all the people that made time to speak with me for this episode. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off. See you in Anaheim.